You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Record. All right. Well, your, your waveform looks uh, acceptable. You sound. I mean, your your waveform looks fine, but you're you you sound like I don't know if I've ever seen you more defeated in your life. You yeah. you when I first ran into you, you looked more deflated than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I've been sick for twenty three days. Is that real? No, I've but I've definitely been sick for like a week and a half, which is miserable. Mm, well, don't give away too much because you're mid. You you have business to attend to, and like, you don't want to blow your blow up your spot. I listen. I've got more songs to sing. Mm. My throat is cashed. I'm a sick boy. Yeah. Uh, this is a result of you get sick, then you have the show gets over at midnight. You're unloaded all that bullshit by one a.m. You drive an hour outside of town, so you're not in bed or asleep until at least two a.m. Yeah. Then you got to be up at nine thirty to drive, right? And I got to wake up at four to to uh, do a meeting with Russians. Yeah. So you you have you got to wake up for these meetings so we can collect our Russian paycheck for when we talk about how we, we you know you, we should hand everything over to Putin. Yeah, it's I'm on the RT payroll. Right. Yeah. Imagine. I'd love it. I don't oh, give God. a fuck. I mean, I legitimately want the war to end. So like, if that's if that's their angle. Are we all going to get vaporized for the fucking Dunbos? Oh, so, you, so you've gone full, put your head in the sand, fuck, <laughs> fuck, the, uh, fuck the Ukrainians, they're all Nazis, that whole thing? No, listen, if it's between me and an Dunbos. atom bomb. Yeah, but you can't give in to every fucking tin pot dictator scumbag out here. I guess not. Yeah, look, as we discussed before, I enjoy my democracy. What's my responsibility is it just my job to stay out of other people's way, or is it my job to enable them to have the things that I have? Mm. This is a fundamental question. This is allyship. Sure. What's being an ally? Is it to uh, give you the shirt off my back, or is mm. it just to stay out of your way and hope you get your own shirt? It's You've like been watching those Ra uh, Raza Islam <laughs> interviews, haven't you? <laughs> I'm on. I've been I've been falling down five percenter holes. That's for sure. Uh, the I wish I could be one. You, there are this, allegedly there are white five percenters. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be one, but but allegedly there are there are whites. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, ima imagine subscribing to something where you're like, yeah, I'm a worm. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty rough. But hey, there was a time period where maybe uh, maybe it was uh, you know you could, you get away with it. That's kind of the liberal mindset, though. It is. That's what I'm saying. To be to say. Hey, I'm not the original man. I'm something lesser than. I'm, uh, you know what? I'm a child of Yakub. Uh, yeah, I'm a child of Yakub. I've been in the wrong this whole fucking time. Right. I mean, you know, the black man is God. What can you say? You So, arm, leg, leg, arm, head? <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on it. I want the arm, leg, leg, arm, head hoodie. As far as gibberish belief systems, it's pretty fun. It's fun. That's all I'm saying. Like, and I think it's it, like that fringy shit along with like, 
Because Kanye is not. It's it's surprising. Kanye's on his on his tip at the moment, but it's not from a nation of Islam. No, there's no Farrakhan in there. Though Farrakhan jumped out to defend him. Farrakhan jumped out to defend him, but 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 Kanye's he's kind of more of a uh, of a black Israelite. You know, I watched the, some of the interview. Am I, am I insane? Uh-oh. He's very complimentary towards Jews. Is he? I, I haven't seen that much. So he says that the, uh, this is a shit I don't understand. I understand there's such a thing as positive racism. I get it. Like where you say, uh, yeah, Asians are so smart, right? Mm-hmm. Now yeah, that's, sure. that's like a positive attribute, and it may or may not be true, but it's like it essentializes and it puts a, it puts a whole thing over them, right? Yeah. I get it. But Kanye said, I'm jealous of Jews. I'm jealous of their community. I'm jealous of the fact they don't abort their children. I'm jealous of the fact that they got it together financially. I'm je- I want to be more like them. Now, But he also said go Death Con 3, which... Listen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He was off the henny. He was just... It was late. <laughs> like, nobody... It's so crazy. Everybody act like they never put a bad tweet in the world. I don't know what it... I don't know what he actually meant. He meant DEFCON. Yeah, well, no, okay, literally, I know what so, he meant. So the, I don't people, know that what, are, like, the he, people that are being dishonest and trying to take it like like DEFCON. No, no, like, no, I know he, he meant Oh, he's Def just Con. a stupid man. Yes, yes, I understand that. I just don't know what, if, if, assuming he had spelled it correctly, what did he mean? I don't know what he meant by I'm putting you on high alert, motherfucker. <laughs> the entire, the yeah, entire the Jewish Jew, Yeah, the Jewish people, I'm putting you on high <laughs> alert. Look, uh, I'm, here's all I'm saying. Uh... I understand that a figure as big as him, you could be nervous about the ramifications of him coming out and, and vocalizing a thing that, if I'm going to be frank, a lot of minority communities already believe about Jews, right? That's the part that is not being spoken about. That's the part that's not being addressed, is that if you look at the comments, if you look at Twitter, everybody's condemning Kanye West. If you look at the comment section for a lot of these videos, you're not running into a ton of condemnation. <laughs> You're running into a lot of where's the lie, right? Oh, the comment section. Comment section. Yeah, the they're comment, pro Kanye. They're pretty solidly in Kanye's. Uh, they're 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 in, at the defense of Kanye. Yeah, they're like you lost me on that white life matter white lives matter shit, but now you. So you is that is that like what all this is? Because like at the we've talked about this has been the Kanye cast before. We've done this shit before. Like has is this? I've always maintained that he's just trying to generate attention. For his whatever it is, whether it's his music or whether it's his Pokemon, passion. whatever. The fuck. Yeah, Pokemon Go. You know, like is it is that what this like? Did he? Because we talked about it when he, just before the Jew stuff, but when he put out the White Lives Matter shirt, and we were like, "Wow, it's cool that everyone can see for see this for what it is, which is just trying to generate attention." But now, like that didn't pop, right? Everyone, no one took the bait. Everyone right. was like, "We get it. Like you're trying to, yeah, you're trying you, to, you, you, know? you do this, yeah." But now. So his so was his was his calling out of the Jewish peoples is this just him upping the ante to try and generate that attention? If so, he he nailed it. Yeah, he did nailed it. But it's also like it's also as if anyone needed proof that like I mean, look. Fame and fame and like whatever, you know, trying to generate being that type of person is like the only thing more sleazy is being a politician. You you want Yo, by the way, I'm not the only person afraid of Jews out here. 
What does that mean? It means last episode you were like, you're like, oh, you got to stop, you got to stop. And, and I don't even think we talked about it last episode. Oh yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, and you you said a lot of anti-Semitic stuff. I tried to stop. I you. don't think that's true. <clears throat> but so what happened was I listened to a bunch of podcasts on this subject since then, and they are all running scared. Everybody's doing their little, uh, what you call it. Um, their little caveats, their little, uh, uh, you know, their, their little preludes to their little, uh, you know, they have to say I'm a friend of the Jewish people, all sure, that. yeah. Uh, Careful. By the way, did you see uh, Ethan Klein? You see this this fat piece of shit? No, who is that? He's a YouTuber who started as like a goofy, I do pranks sort of YouTuber, and then got an opinion, which is the worst type of fucking YouTuber there is. Yeah. And now he does a podcast where he just sits there and he'll say things like, you know, f- food and and well being and physical well being have nothing to do with each other. Joe Rogan's a Nazi. Oh my just, god! You know what Stop. I mean? It, he's that type of motherfucker, right? But the other day he said, "Now I have to imagine that the, with the name Ethan Klein, he is in fact also a Jew." You know what I mean? I would think. Yeah. Uh, he's like, is he? Is he like one? Yeah, he's like an anti-Zionist. Yeah, Jew, yeah, right? yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. Guys, yeah. So, which by the way, everybody. Don't rope us into your Zionism conversations. There's almost nothing Eric and I would prefer to not be involved in more than the confirma- the conversation about a region that I've visited once, I have no material connection to, and has been in conflict for 200 years. <laughs> I just don't want, I don't, I don't, please don't involve me. You've been to Israel? I have, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, a pretty country. Yeah. You know? That was when, that was the meeting of the uh, of the ethnostatists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was invited there. So, for people that don't know, uh, as an avowed white nationalist, <laughs> I, I get invited to I get invited to diverse uh, types of uh, gatherings, and you know, sure. it, it's uh, it was me, the nation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, there there was a representative from a I would say more extreme white nationalist group okay. you know what I mean with the with the shaves you're in the moderate yeah I'm in the I'm in the sort of David Duke you know yeah. that sort of thing so anyway but I have I have been to Israel a pretty place they really like techno music as you might imagine yeah oh yeah yeah you know I mean? see that yeah. Uh, they like smoking techno music and uh, you know being fun okay. so it's like the least least lit place for me personally good 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 looking women uh you know what the so here you want me to get in trouble now or it's funny because like from both like there's both sides of this you could perceive of someone trying to get you in trouble right yeah, yeah whereas yeah. like if you're you know if you're saying a like you know obviously just talking about israel or talking about kanye or whatever is like it could be like a landmine of a conversation but then also there's like another contingent of like You've been to Israel, you apartheid-supporting piece of shit. As I've said a million times, when everybody came out and tried to slam Turnstile for playing fucking Israel, yeah, I'll play Israel tomorrow, I don't give a shit. It's the same shit that it is here in the United States. There's a great many citizens who don't agree with the policies uh, that that their nation is pursuing. these rockers. It's bizarre to try to put that on, on the back of the individual. Proper proper freakers out tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> every, every show. There's a vampire at a couple shows. So... <laughs> So anyway, uh, are the beautiful people there, uh, beautiful men and women, honestly. Mm-hmm. So this is what's going to get me in trouble. Um, I'm going to speak from the perspective of, uh, 
uh, conventional beauty standards. Okay. okay, not Patrick's beauty standards, just conventional not, ones. Okay? Not fat YouTuber standards. Yeah, oh no, not those either. But um, there's two types of Jews. There's Ashkenazi Jews and Sephardic Jews. Right. Right. Now, which one is Kanye? <laughs> uh, Kanye is the original man. He's the original. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so here's the deal. Um, Ashkenazi Jews are what what most Americans think of as Jews because that's what uh, dominates media, right? Go mm. oh, be careful with how you. Phrase. No, I mean that's who you. Well, I don't. I, they know they dominate media. <laughs> who gives a fuck? It's I'm, again. I don't understand why it's a bad thing. Like somebody's gonna have to. I'm. I'm now. I'm Kanye because yeah. somebody's gonna have to explain to me why it's a bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? The, the f- fucking well, Cambodians run donuts. <laughs> It, Cambodians run donuts. It feeds into the negative stereotype of their desire for, gre- of, uh, you know, the greed and power tip. I found uh, out I was Ashkenazi. Okay. Like 124th. So Ashkenazi is Larry David, yeah, right? Yeah, so so yeah. that's, in people's heads, that's what a Jew is. If you don't have a ton of exposure to Jews, that's what a Jew is, right? right? Eastern European, et cetera. Yeah. Sephardic is this more like Mediterranean <clears throat> Jew and... By conventional Western beauty standards, they are exceptionally good-looking men and women, like very good-looking people. Yeah. So when you go to Israel, uh, you're kind of expecting your Long Island Jewish friend. Mm. You don't get that. No, I wouldn't necessarily. I might, maybe a few of them. You, you, you. What you run into a lot is cut male models. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, and dudes who look like they're Spanish. Not Mexi- yeah, yeah. Not, not like the way that New Yorkers use Spanish. I'm saying like from Spain. Right, yeah. Maybe yeah. like slightly tanner. Yeah. yeah oh, very right. tan, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, but 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 there's also a con- uh, high contingency of like uh, the Hasidim. No. Okay. No? So, well, there are. That's who I've you see. The that's who you see at the Wailing Wall. Right, that's right, who, right. That's who you see at those spots. But those are the uh, Orthodox, or in rare cases, ultra Orthodox. You do see them, but that's not who. Like, if you go to Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv is just like. I don't want to sound annoyed by people. Everybody knows who I am on this podcast, right? You know, I don't party. Israel loves to party too much. Uh, it's like an ecstasy, have a good time sort of fucking. It's that's who it is, and given that that is not my orientation as a man, I, I just I'm more into like, oh, can we go to Eastern Europe where everybody's unhappy? I, I'm I've been in New York for less than 24 hours. And I'm unhappy with how ugly everyone is. You're happy with it? No, I'm unhappy with how like I came in Los Angeles for the better part of a year. Back to non Los Angeles, and I'm upset with all the ugly people. Well, yeah, it's gonna do that. That's the way that that goes. It's uh, it's upsetting. People gotta. I've always felt New York is very ugly. It's extremely ugly. And listen, I'm no prize, but like you got to put some effort into. Your no, career. I'd consider myself unattractive, but yeah. but the fact is that there's just like a high volume of of ug. A lot of ug. I didn't mean to to take us off the subject. I just I got distracted by people walking by. But uh, yeah, no, I think actually per capita there are more Hasidic Jewish people in Brooklyn, Long Island than there is That's in correct. Israel. Yeah, it's wild. And Hasidics actually come from, my understanding is, Poland. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. So the other day, and this is why we have to be careful, because this is why every time I say something about Jews, I then say, uh, I grew up Jewish. I love the Jewish people. Ethan Klein, who to the best of my knowledge is a Jew, not practicing, but ethnically, said, you know, if there is another Holocaust, I hope they guess Ben Shapiro first. Oh. 
But here's the thing. It's a little harsh. It's, but it could be funny if you were a Jew. Don't you agree? Like if that was you saying, like if you were Jewish, Jewish Eric. Yeah. I don't know what the I don't know if there is an Eric in in Hebrew, right? Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna call you Eli. Eli. Oh, Eli. Sure. So, so Eli Wilson. Could could work honestly. Um, Wilson. Yeah. Eli Wilson. Sure. Yeah. So, (laughs) I. You say that. Is it really that bad if it's like (laughs) two hundred? I mean. Well, is it goes into does it go into that thing where like if you're Jewish you can say it? That's what I'm know, saying. If you're of them, you can say it. Like how I. Sh- what about the classic Dave Chappelle bit? Like when I shit on fat people on this podcast, right? You know, I was like, I was fat, I can say it. Um, Though you walked away from that community, and now you're kind of like a traitor. I I, I sharply disavowed that community. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, they should send their fucking hitters for you. They well, they they would, but they're too tired. It's true. They, you can outrun them, yeah. Yeah, they can't get up. Uh, no, I. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but like, all, all I actually did know about this. All I saw was Ben Shapiro responded, just being like, "If another Holocaust happened, I would hope." Was his name Ethan Klein? Yeah, I would hope he he got away fine. Yeah, like I, I, I don't wish anybody to be exterminated. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, is the uh, is the high road to take there. Well, yeah, well, certainly, but it's also like I mean. Look, in general, I think, you know what it is, man? What this whole shit is? Like, we're constantly getting people out here saying some shit. And it's like, never has there been a time where so many people have been saying so much shit and it's been, like, readily available. So, like, this is a dude who was probably speaking extemporaneously. He said a thing that was a little harsh. That that he thought was funny, though. Yeah, he thought it was Because it's not literal. Because, you know what, people? Sometimes you can think of a funny thing in your head, and then you say it. It doesn't land. And it's like, ooh, it it sounded better. It's my life, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's this podcast. But it's, it's, uh, you know, so like... (sighs) But, okay, so let's get... So Ethan Klein has a tone problem. I've watched a few episodes of his shit. He has a serious tone problem. I think I remember him going off on Rogan. Yeah, he, he's got a tone problem where everything's too, like, sharp and literal, not quite funny enough, you know what I mean? So, look, if Ethan Klein's a Jew, then it is what it is. I don't give a fuck. You could say, that's your community. You can work it out amongst yourselves. I don't think that YouTube should necessarily, because YouTube, like, banned him for, he's on suspension or whatever, right? All right, he got a strike. Yeah, like, so, but they'll be striking people for anything. They'll strike people for anything. For anything. <clears throat> but he is, uh, uh, he's on high alert. Right. And, and this is my point, though. This is why we have to be slightly delicate. Yeah. And when I say friend of the Jews, right. you just have to roll with it and say shalom. Sure. But, but, I, but you have to acknowledge, oh, you of all people have to acknowledge when you're like, you're doing too much. I'm overselling the friend of the Jews. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's too much. Like we understand people, like you said, hopefully people that at this point doing this podcast for like six fucking years, people understand, you know, your intention and your heart and who you are. You don't have to constantly explain. No, but a kid approached me at, on this tour, yeah, and said, "Man, I love your podcast." I said, "Oh, thanks a lot, man." He goes, "My, you know, my friends tell me not to listen to you that you're a bad dude, scumbag." <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think you say a lot of true things, and and I and I I, I told him, I said, "Yo, do me a favor, tell your friends to suck my dick, okay?" Yes, but. But here's the point. <clears throat> that shows you how myopic and stupid music scenes are and like these little friend circles and shit because the type of jokes that you and I get off, the type of conversation you and I have, 
on YouTube for people that are funny, people that are better than you and I at what they do. Way better. These people are rich off of what we're, we're talking about. Yeah. It's a very popular viewpoint to be able to joke and have a good time. Yeah, most people enjoy that type of thing. It's only in this other space where it is haram to to under, to to just understand each other and not assume the worst, right? People love assuming the worst. They do. It's we we talking about this early on in this tour. A group chat snitch is the lowest form of life. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people out here are. Yeah. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine being a screenshot guy. Oh. <laughs> oh. I remember once, I, I remember I was talking to Michael Rappaport on Snapchat, mm. and I screenshotted it, and then he blocked me. Don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. He was right. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have been out here screenshotting. Can't do it. Even though he sent me his penis, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? You got to keep that tight. You got to keep that with the family. I know. You got to, yeah. You got to keep keep that indoors. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just that. Yeah, I mean, I know Kanye was doing that whole shit where they were doing the dance where he was qualifying everything he'd say, but then, but then say some shit that like might feed into a negative stereotype of the Jewish people. Uh, so that's what I mean. It's like because it's like the qualifier comes before people like expect. It's like I'm not racist, but right. you know what I mean. They expect that like who knows? Maybe you want to get out of that Balenciaga deal. Oh man! Oh, I mean that's honestly that is potentially a, a, an angle that I didn't even consider. I will say though, but maybe he's trying to sabotage the whole shit. Maybe he doesn't want to be a part of the deal. Maybe he could get a bigger offer from another thing. I don't know. Hey, he, look, fashion is so stupid. So stupid. It's like I, I get embarrassed when I see people wearing like a hundred, two hundred dollar like Gap sweatshirt. What every are you doing? T- every time I think about fashion, yeah. I have to remind myself that I'm an old man playing in a punk band. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because if I look at fashion just on the surface of it, I go, "Holy shit, this is for idiots." And then I have to remind myself that my interests are also for fucking idiots. I mean, I've been wearing jeans and a flannel since I was 13. Yeah. So my my style, quote unquote, has not changed even a little in the course of my life. You so, feel like this has impacted your ability to... Uh, lay pipe? So yes. Um, do you think you've got like a classic sort of staple sort of look? Or do you think that you you could... You could be maximizing your potential if you just dumped like another fucking four hundred dollars into your life. <laughs> it's possible, uh, maybe. I mean, I mean, who's to say? I mean, if I was out here walking around with like a suit on all the time, maybe, I, maybe I get more. You know, are you using uh, uh, sunblock? 
No, why? You got to use the sunblock. Oh, no. Well, I got I got like a moisturizer now that I've been using. I don't use sunblock. You, gotta, you go up a mountain every day in the sun. Yeah. You got to use sunblock. Nah. You're going to look old. Nah. You want to look old? You're going to look like Mel Gibson. <laughs> I think Mel Gibson looks good. He looks like a he looks like a weathered man. You agree with a lot of things he has to say? <laughs> he's another guy who's been caught out here. But he's still he's invited to the function. He's he was at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you mean, can't keep him out. Listen, he's a mega talent. <laughs> he, he deserves to be anywhere. So is so is Kanye just the modern Gibson? Yeah. So yeah, maybe his what's up with his look? He can't do something about his face. Kanye, he looks kind of bloated. I is bloated the, as fuck. Is it the medication? But he's not on the medication. He's off the medication. He's probably drinking a little being a divorced dad is not it's rough it's not a ride anybody wants maybe he maybe this is him what if he came out and he was like motherfucker this is me on the meds you don't even know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah what if he was like a, a dragon ball where he's like i'm gonna take I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take the weights off of my arms now yeah like he could I, you know because i've known people on meds and they're about as wild as fucking kanye is that. Imagine if we just had friends over to play Halo and and they're like, and another, uh, you guys know about the Jewish question, right? And we're like, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I mean that 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 was the OG Xbox Live Chat back in the day. That's yeah, the just answering answering the Jewish question was yeah. was the live chat. I mean that's the sh- that's the type of shit you'd hear on there back when uh, back when Xbox Live was an unregulated place for uh, for uh, back when it was the the town square, the bastion of the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> Exactly, which was mostly, was mostly your mom jokes and the N word. Yeah, that's kind of like that's what. But that that is the marketplace. <laughs> that, that is the town square. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That represents the, the the thought capital of the human experiment. Pretty much. I mean, to to find the real like anything that would satisfy anyone with a modicum of uh, of uh, intellectual uh, ability, you have to you have to dig through a lot of your mom jokes and N words. Yeah, to get to the real to the real. You know, the diamonds in the rough, so to speak. You know? Speaking of which. Yeah. Let's get ourselves in a different type of trouble. Oh, oh shit. All right. Elon talk. Oh. I know, he's tired. but he's so tired. He's tired. What's he up to? He says he's going to lay off 75% of Twitter. <laughs> Good. Now, I hope that means he deletes 75% of the accounts. So here's the question, right? I'm seeing people... I mean, the most extreme ends, like the Brooklyn Dad Defiant type of guys, are being, are saying he's ushering in fascism. He's going to he's going to make Twitter a fascist space, et cetera, et cetera. All that gibberish, right? The unserious nonsense. But but he's ushering in. I'm fascism. also seeing people say, you know, this is terrible. He's trying to terrorize these workers and make them scared for their job. And it's like, look. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. I work in tech now, I guess you could say, oh. right? I think it's probably true that a, at a company as big as Twitter, you could lay off at least fifty percent of the staff and just have a more agile company producing the exact same amount of output. I mean, probably at most large companies, yes. you could lay off a significant part of the staff. Yes, and we're about to hit a recession, yes. so y'all better look forward to that one wherever you're working. Yeah, look busy. Yeah, look exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you got time to lean. You got time to clean. Less, <laughs> less bathroom breaks. Yeah, I if mean, you want to stick around. If you want to weather this storm that's coming. Uh, Albany just voted against uh, all, the Albany uh, uh, Amazon warehouse just voted against unionization. How, mm. how you feel about those rats? I mean, there's nothing more that a that a that an Albany person loves than being stepped on. 
That's true. They're being stepped on by their whole existence by being in Albany. You know, I'm going to speak oh, I'm gonna, for Amazon in Albany. Yeah, no, no, no. There's nothing worse. Nothing worse. That's like the only the step below that is being like a diamond mine worker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like working for Acon or some shit and fucking so, so Congo. So yeah. He, okay, I'm gonna get myself in trouble now on this one, right? Because I'm, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna come off anti-union for a okay. second, but that's not really the case. All right. I think unions are good. Obviously, I like when they do things like their job. Good, right? to ha- good to have leverage. Yes, you know, yeah. for the worker. Sure. I like when, uh, you know, I was funny. I was talking to a union guy on this tour. Yeah. Uh, who he worked for, he worked for a railroad union for years, mm. and he said that January sixth, a bunch of the guys got themselves in trouble, and then went to the union and were like, "No, nah, I can't lose my job." Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean, you got you got, and then the union had to go to bat for the January sixth guys that were making them look bad, right? Yeah. But. That's what you paid your dues for. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah. Like th- that, a union is good in that respect. But I always bring this up. When I went to college, there was a whole bunch of energy around let's make the college better. Yeah. And I always thought I'll be out of here in three and a half years. I could give a goddamn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I wrong for looking at basically every job like that? Like I have no desire to better a job. I'm just going to go get another job. I'm, well, I don't know if you're necessarily wrong for it, but like, I mean, I think I'm not going to devote a moment of my life, any energy of my life, no, but to making something like a system better when I can just jump out of that system at any time. But you're also very comfortable with being a broke ass for the rest of your life. Not and the you, rest of my life, but I, I'm not scared of broke periods. So if you got a kid, you got a wife, and she she doesn't give a shit about your whatever, you know, like if you're if you got a job, if you got a union job, especially things that are like unions, which are dwindling the you know we've like unions have really fucking plummeted in this country it's crazy because kids love unions but they don't seem to know what they are well i mean i i think everybody in, wants in principle be, i think they know what they are everybody wants to be in a union but nobody nobody understands what the actual job here is it's to defend you when you right, storm yeah. the capital that's that's the actual <laughs> purpose yeah. of a fucking union or when you don't want to get vaccinated yes correct yeah yeah well that was the whole thing that was you know back you know if anyone can remember uh, you know, nine months ago, uh, that was the whole shit with um, was it the players' union or the players' association in the NBA? Yep. And like, there were some dudes. We won't name names. Heroes. There, <laughs> there were some dudes who didn't want to get uh, didn't want to get vaccinated, and they leveraged that power of the the players' association to to. And it's like, here's the thing: you can you can think it's within the right of management to require vaccination that that's what's good for everybody that's safety etc but i paid know. my i paid my dues yeah i paid my fucking union dues and if i want to get sick god damn it i'm going to leverage my power to 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 ha- so my job can't require that of me so you know if you can't you know if you want to be a scab if you want to be a, a, a you know if you want to be a if you want to get your head cut off by mao mm. and be uh and, and side with management mm. that's on you you know that that's your call, but uh, I'm just saying you can look at it both ways. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think we're generally pro union. I mean, I am generally pro union, but uh, it's it's where are we going with this? I'm just saying. Oh, I would, I, people? I would just jump out of that Amazon gig. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, Amazon sounds like actual hell. I might prefer. 
Yeah, unemployment. For, for some of our listeners who might work at an Amazon warehouse, explain this to us. How many felonies do you have to have? Ah, well, here's the thing. Why wouldn't you just go work at FedEx or UPS? Right. Like you could, I think you make a bit more money. You don't have to finance. You know those the fuckers that drive around the Amazon vans? Mm-hmm. They got to pay for those. So part of their fucking paycheck goes back into financing the van that they uh, used to make asking, deliveries. Asking the question once again, how many felonies do, is required? Right, because right, that's, right. that's yeah. like, you're absolutely correct. People say UPS is like the best gig you can get if you don't have an education. Seems, it, w- yes, why would you not gravitate towards UPS? Is Amazon Is an Amazon gig like being the corrections officer to the UPS cop? You should just, like, I mean, film freelance shit pays shit you know being a production assistant but they don't check shit they don't check your record they you don't need a fucking degree that's how that's how the powder guy got in there right exactly do do production assistant shit what was the powder guy the guy who directed powder and later uh jeepers creepers oh the pedo he has a pedo rap he's a pedo rap i mean look that's how you know do do that shit it's easy um well it's not easy pedo that's not good don't no 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 don't do pet no do not do pedo things. I'm saying if you got a if you got a rap if you got a rap sheet, right? Is that what's that called when you're a criminal? Yeah. If you got a, if you got if you got a record, go into don't do. I mean, Amazon just seems so bleak. I hate to use the word dystopian because it's like really, but it's like if you're. I think it qualifies. It, if you're making deliveries for the richest corporation in the world, owned by the richest man in the world, or maybe second richest at this point, but still, uh, and you you have to use part of your paycheck <laughs> to finance your vehicle. <laughs> that you need to work. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. That's that's. Am I still plugged in here? That's pretty. Uh, I, I would I would call it dystopian. Yeah. Um, it's house fees at the strip club. Right. It's merch cut at the venue. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. what it is. Yeah. Uh, no. So, so so what? So Amazon's gonna he's or, or so, yeah. Elon saying Elon, Elon says, hey, if you actually work, you're not in danger. Oh. Well, but in that in that world, like. Who's doing actual work? The average work. I swear to God, the average worker is working less than an hour and a half a day. <laughs> unless you're like a server, or like working at a. If you're unless you're making sandwiches, working at a pizzeria. If you have an office job, you're not working. I don't think you're working. No, I, I can speak from my own experience. Yep. I don't think. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, was he? Yeah. If he. If, and if, if not, he's going by that metric, then yeah, it sounds like seventy five percent of people are getting fired. And it's like also if you're not getting paid for an expertise, if you are an office worker and you're not highly skilled, you're just like you're managerial or you're you know, something like that. It's you're pretty fucking replaceable. And, yeah. And this is not like a value judgment on you as a person. It's just what do you want a boss to do? You know what I mean? Like, you want a boss to be like, you know what? I think the right thing to do would be to lose money indefinitely because fucking Carol needs uh, Carol needs a hundred and ten a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you cut fifty Carols, it's a chunk. It's a chunk. But I don't even like. Aside from like back end, you know, like. Uh whatever like maintaining the website probably some like content people that you know moderation what what you know look i'm not a tech person i'm not familiar with the world what 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 jobs exist at twitter right that's beyond that right like do aside from doing like whatever coding or you know if you have to if you have to moderate like what else is there to do at twitter because to me it seems like something that can just operate as its own thing 
You know, I hate how much this fucking microphone jiggles. I'm buying a new microphone. Yeah, it comes through on the show. It makes me mad as piss. You can't you can't be jiggling. It's like a professional mic. It's a good mic. Yeah, well, you got to I mean, just just take it out of the stand. Or is it the or is Nah, cuz if I touch this, then it gets all fucked up. I'm mad, man. Yeah. I just I just watched it spike when I all I did was move a little bit. Yeah. It makes me agitated. It makes you look it makes you it makes us sound broke as well. Yeah, that's, and I can't live like that. I this is a high value podcast. Right, exactly. Um no, I, I just so so what was going to get you in trouble? You're saying that everyone at Twitter should get fired? I'm saying I don't you know. You, you don't care about the Well, I was going to say I was going to say some some Pol Pot shit. Oh, okay. To to, to lose you. Or I think to, that's popular. To lose you is no. What, what oh. is it? Useless eaters. No, to lose you is no. Uh, it's no great loss. What is that saying? Something like that. Yeah, no, I, I I hear what you're saying. But people, but but he was commie, right? Don't we stand Pol Pot? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a real king. Yeah. Uh, maybe they don't stand Pol Pot. I mean, they stand Mao. Look at these fucking political ads I get. I just got this one. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. So nobody you, can take a flattering photo. It's worse than real estate people. Actually, I think this is this is maybe a relevant perspective that you can uh, put out here on wax. Uh, you've been traveling the country. I have. I. You should relay your experiences with political ads across the 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 lower forty eight. Okay. So here's the thing that's pretty interesting. As everybody gets excited for the midterms, that's three weeks away now. There's a lot of speculation on what is going to happen. There's people saying that the red wave's still going to happen. There's people saying that they shot themselves in the foot with bad candidates and the abortion thing. Whatever. Nobody knows. It's. I. I bet you. We're just. Everyone's just going to break even. Yeah. That's kind of my feeling, and that's that's what the. That's what the uh, uh, the data is saying right now, but who who knows? Um, here's what I will say: is that I've been traveling. That means I get local YouTube ads everywhere I go, and they're all political. And what is consistent is that they all take the same track of accusing the opponent of radicalism. So it does not matter what side of the political fence, they're both accusing each other of being too radical for the state. That's what they keep saying. Too, yeah. This this candidate is too radical for Wisconsin. This candidate is too radical for Michigan. This is a can and so is this the new is this, okay, for example, <clears throat> in Wisconsin it was this candidate uh it says abortion under no circumstances, that's too radical for Wisconsin. Yeah. And then drove i want to say through indiana maybe and it was this candidate said defund the police that's too radical for for the people of indiana yeah so is this just the new paint that we're that we're throwing on people i wonder with the existence of gary indiana were the police ever funded it's a great question (laughs) it's a great question uh no um and i don't mean that unlike in any in any sort of way other than from what i understand it's like a wasteland like there's nothing there like there's there's barely even a populace. I'll tell you, I was just in Detroit. Yeah. Whoa boy. Yeah. Whoa boy. Tell me. So I, I took a lift and I talked to the lift driver. It's a woman named Shronda. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shronda. Sounds Shout like I'm Shronda. making that up. I'm not. Uh, I ask her. I say, Hey Shronda, are you from here? And she says, Well, I moved here in 1985. I say that counts, Shronda. Uh, I say, You like it? She says, Yeah, yeah, I like. It. I said, Do You is it one of those things where it's like you have a life that you like or do you like the city, mm. you know? And she said, oh, that's a good question. Um, 
I don't know. It's not so bad. They're building up the downtown, and I was just there, and I was like, holy Christ, that's built up. Like, <laughs> God. But I'm trying to be polite because this is Sharonda's home, you know? And I'm saying, well, Sharonda, uh, is that going to bleed out into the surrounding? She's like, I hope so, you know? Because she goes, you're in Midtown right now, and that's that's starting to see the rev- revitalization effort, and I'm looking around, and it's like, you know, it's... Looks like RoboCop. It's yeah, not. It's yeah, not yeah. good, you know. <clears throat> and so I say, oh, okay. Um, and then we start getting into the idea that for a while you could buy a home in Detroit for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. But the reason that it was unappealing was because no matter how much money you dumped into it, it didn't look like it was ever going to go up in value. So there's no purpose in dumping money into it, right? So like, why would you refurbish your home if if you're never going to be able to sell it? Yeah. Right. So, we're talking about that, whatever. Um, I lost my train of thought because somebody behind you. Oh, uh, the the revitalization of American cities, uh, quote-unquote, uh, the Chinese. China, oh, I didn't, did I bring the Chinese in? Well, I was, I'm, I, I was made, like, I think some of these, because, like, you see in Manhattan here all these new fucking condo buildings, and I think it's literally just to park foreign money. Yeah, allegedly that is what it is. So, yes. I wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to do that in other cities. That's a good point. Building these nice-looking buildings with breweries. How sad is the brewery? Everybody loves it. Remember when breweries were the thing? I. But, like... Is it over? No, there's the, that one is new, right over there. Oh, fuck, maybe they're just late. They're way late, but, like, yeah. So, they're building... <coughs> what is the revitalization of a city? You built a condo that no one lives in. Right, you built you, a convention center that never gets used. You put a brewery in the... in the Three breweries. Yeah, three breweries within a five-block radius. <laughs> no, one on each... One on... Three or four corners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that is twenty first century urban revitalization. Uh, we're talking. What else are we talking about? The the the, the radical politics. Radical politics. Detroit. Oh, yeah, we're just but we're just painting people with this broad like this guy's a radical, that guy's a radical, etc. It's like, are they really that radical? Like, is saying defund the police in the moment where every single fucking like left of center boob said defund the police is that like a is that a radical statement uh it's it's maybe i i don't know i mean uh, to me it's it's kind of like it's like an empty slogan you know yeah but sure it is but what and uh, but that's my point almost is that if people didn't believe it when they were saying it how this this guy's not a radical well, you're just trying to jam him up. You're just playing Twitter. You're playing Twitter. I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, yeah, I, I've noticed between New York and Los Angeles that there's, you know, they're going hard on the attack ads and that, like, the main attack ad is, you know, the city's going to shit. And then they'll show, like, a, a you know, a, a CCTV cam footage of, yeah. like, someone getting shot in the face. You know what? So there was and one. It's like as if that wasn't happening in the Bronx for the last sure. 50 years. But honestly, there was one. It might be from Boston, honestly, but I tried to find the actual video because I saw people talking about it. You can watch multiple condemnation videos of the original video, but you can't find the original video. Yeah. It's a political ad that used CCTV footage of a brutal robbery where, like, a woman was dragged by her hair down the street and all this other shit. Sure. And it was—the woman didn't consent, so they're like, this is wrong. It's like, well— 
that's not how CCTV works. If you blur her face, you can do basically anything you want with her, right? Like it's yeah. it, it, whatever. Uh, also, because it, there's other rules, because it, it's not advertising a, a saleable product, so you've, you're running into the idea that it's like, well, I'm not trying to make money off of this fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. that's another thing. But regardless of wherever it lands, <clears throat> it is. The idea that I couldn't find the original offending video was offensive to me. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Because everything's being, like, fucking tech-censored in a way that it's just, like, embarrassing and stupid. But not, like, not really, though. Well, I mean, yes, but but in this instance, not... Because you can you can find the video within other videos. Yeah. So where... But So they're clearly allowing it, but only for the sake of commentary? No, and, like... like but but Vampires. Yeah, there's some vampires. Yo, what is up? It looks like the '90s out here. That's what everybody's wearing now. So that's interesting. That's the, so New York is on some kind of '90s vibe. L.A. is on some kind of like embarrassing vampire-looking vibe. Uh, I think COVID made it so that people want to peacock more. Yeah, I agree. I also think that a lot of people just retired during COVID, and I don't mean like literally retired from work. I mean. Just a lot of young people gave up on being young, right? So what I mean is, like, if you were 28 when the when the COVID started, you are was. you are out of the fucking game. <laughs> you you're it's over for you. And now there's younger people that are dominating the cultural conversation, and you are just cashed. Like millennials are cashed. They don't. Oh, fu- yeah. they, they're worthless now. Wait, I COVID. I was 29. Yeah, you're COVID out. Hit. I'm out. You're way out. I mean, I think I've been out since I was, like, 25. That's probably true. You know, like, I I don't give a shit about any of this shit. But also, I, I don't know, I've always, like, I think I came up in a generation where, like, I don't know how much fashion necessarily mattered to people. At least, certainly not with the people that I, you know, was around in my, in my, uh, in, in my 20s. But... It's, You're saying that uh, Balenciaga didn't matter to Turbo? No, 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 no. The the, uh, <laughs> the fucking rail runner. <laughs> Obviously, fashion mattered in a broad sense. I mean, within the sub, you know, whether it's hardcore or punk, like people dressed pretty casually, band shirt, jeans. You know, that was about the extent of the fashion. Now it's like kids are uh, like into the idea of like looks and looking a certain way in certain clothes. But like my sensibility is like. When I see people who dress that way or try and act that way, I'm like, yo, what a fucking corn dick. What yeah, a I mean, corn ball looking like a vampire out here. I got yelled at because there was a dude, nice dude, but he's got like a hyper-specific look, like like 1993. Like, that's his look. Mm. I don't know if he owns any clothing that's not from that year. Yeah. Right? So at that point, it's not just cosplay. It's like probably like a mental disorder of some type, right? This is a young person, though, you're saying, right? Yeah, he's like 24. I like when like you see an older guy dressed like it's 93, and it's like, oh, this guy just got out the pen. See, he was away for 30 years, <laughs> and I he, mean, found his, he found his threads in the closet, put them back on. That nostalgia fest in uh, Las Vegas is going on this weekend. Oh, it got. I, you hear it got canceled? I heard that it got canceled due to high winds. High winds? Is that... A euphemism? I don't know. Mm. But <clears throat> every every single band... Was before they took the stage, busted for pedoism. <laughs> there was just there was police on 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 site. So, it, you know, what if it was just a giant sting, like where they do those publishers <laughs> clearinghouse to like <laughs> deadbeat dads? Listen, what if this was a deadbeat dad sting? 
<laughs> where we tried to get What's, everybody okay. to the to the nostalgia festival so we could bust them for unpaid child support. So people like to clown on hardcore, specifically a certain variety of hardcore. We won't get too specific because we have a lot of listeners, but certain variety of hardcore for maybe being on like conspiratorial anti-vax shit, right? People like to to shit on hardcore on on, cer- on a certain a certain lane of hardcore that perhaps embraces that uh those narratives the true counterculture you mean <laughs> there's also there's also you know you can shit on in in one in one breath where you might call hardcore you know hard anti-vax you might also you might call pop punk pure pedo uh uh uh, uh pure pedo gate you know i think it's, it's here's the thing but but i guess what i'm saying is Deadbeat dad applies across the spectrum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you're a male that enjoys music, yeah. th- there's a good chance you're on some deadbeat dad. If shit. you're if you're a male over the age of 37 and you're going to shows, oh no 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 yeah you. There's a kid at home th- that's going without. Yeah, that's got <laughs> you know got I mean? no bread in its mouth. Yeah, no no Legos. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you know I mean uh, fucking Jackson gets no Legos. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So, <laughs> but, it, okay, so, you know, I'm always, I'm the guy, I don't like pop punk, so I'm the guy that's like, I'd be quick to slam these dudes, but I feel some of them are like trapped. You know what I mean? Because th- some of them are like, this is what they did. They're not like good at it i guess whatever and they're not it's not like they're gonna learn any life skills now you know what i mean so yes are they 44 playing fucking pop punk yes they are is that does that have like a little bit of like a concerning vibe to it i would argue not anymore because their fans are all old as fuck now too and also if you've if you're if you're still around now you've probably weathered the you've probably, the me too storm you beat the pedo accusation yeah that might be true you know? that might be true there's probably going to be a couple guys that still get gotten over to over time but yeah i agree yeah oh well i mean there'll still be people there'll still be people like but i just mean if you're like an older band and you're still around you probably beat the allegations I guess there's probably some of those guys wake up fucking cold sweat. <laughs> yeah, probably cold but, sweat. But no, I mean it's not even it's not even a a, a, hypo- a hypothesis because I think I don't know this person personally, but I think you know this you know someone personally that I think does feel trapped in in a in a in a band. I won't name names, mm. but uh, from what I understand, at least from what people have told me, that they're in a band that is highly successful and they hate the band. Oh, there's a few of those guys, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what though? I just had this conversation. So we're out on, on tour with this uh, with with a band called the Bronx right now, right? Sure. The Bronx, the Chats, Scowl. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had this conversation with the Bronx about uh, what's the fe- what's the fellow's name from uh, 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 Warrant? Uh, Cosby. Um, 
uh, Jamie Lynn. Oh, sure. Right? The guy who died in like an Agora Hills fucking country inn. Remember that? No, no. Wasn't that, that, that was, uh, yeah, you're right. Warren, Warren. Warren. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lane? Jamie Lane, thank Jamie you. Lane. Jamie Lynn is uh, Jamie Lynn Spear. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. So it's just like a march of, of people that are irrelevant in my life. So you I can know. track the senility in this podcast. No doubt. Yeah, you can You can track it. They call me Peepaw on this tour. Because <laughs> I, I left my phone in a lift, so everybody thinks I'm senile. I think I'm sundowning. So <laughs> you're, you're the Joe Biden of, uh, of, of rock music. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so where were we? We were talking about uh, people trapped in bands. Oh yeah, there's a few of them. I Elon. mean, yeah, Elon's trapped in in a pop punk band. So he's buying Twitter. Is that legit? It looks like he has no option. LOL, that's kind of funny. But so, but so people are out here complaining because they'd rather be fired by the by by the Saudi family than by yes, Elon Musk. That's thank you. Yeah. That's exactly right. So basically, the more sober minded uh, analysis. We're saying this is actually great for Twitter management because they were gonna have to fire these people over time, and they of course. so there would have to be a contraction at some point. Look, you can only have a do nothing job for so long right. until well, they catch on. You know what? We should make that clear to people as yeah. people who have had these sort of jobs. Yes, guys, it's a scam. Yeah, scams don't go on forever. My old company realized they didn't need my ass. Yeah, it's so just... now I'm at another company where they don't need my ass. It'll be a matter of time before they realize that. It's a hustle. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And eventually maybe you find something where you are uh, essential, uh, but most of you know. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, there's no question. There, but it's, yeah, so people are mad. People are just going to get mad at whatever he does, but they're going to continue to use his service. See, here's the thing. This kind of, first of all, Everyone on Earth is a goddamn hypocrite. Brooklyn Dad Defiant is the most flagrant hypocrite on Earth because, yo, this is you're making the argument for why Parlor should exist. Yes. If you don't want to use Twitter, go use a different thing that essentially serves the same function. I saw people fucking hand wringing and saying, "So what is everybody gonna do? I've made so many friends here. I don't <laughs> want to leave. <laughs> However, uh, I, I, you know, I don't feel right supporting Elon." Yo, oh my God! You know what's funny because they, they like, I actually I got a moment of honesty from an NPR talking head for a second. Wow! Because they were because well, their, their, their child came in and they were like, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> no, because they were talking about Elon's acquisition of Twitter, and they had to do the thing where they were like, "I do like my Tesla, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if this is great for democracy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, drive the Tesla off a cliff. Yeah, you please. suck. You're the worst kind of person. Please. Yeah. Like, you're the equivocating, hand-wringing weasel. I, I do like my Tesla, but is he the right guy to run the public square? No, you're right. Yeah. Ben Al-Salman. Bla- Bla- BlackRock is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ben Al-Salbadin is, is definitely your man. <laughs> yeah. That's that's who you want running the show. It's It's... A guy, a guy who like disappeared his brother-in-law is, de- is definitely who you want in charge. Or like dismembered a, 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 a journalist. Yes. Yeah. Sawed their head off. Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know what. I, let me paint life. a scenario for you. Okay. Okay. You, you uh, work in Russian intelligence. All right. Right. Uh, you're a rising star, uh, but you're a little concerned. You've had careerist ambitions, but now things are starting to slow down a little bit. You don't know why you're not kind of getting the uh, promotions that you feel like you deserve. Right. Sure. 
you get the phone call, you got a special special mission. It's coming from the boss directly. That's Putin, mm. right? Uh, he needs you to uh, exterminate somebody's family and then uh, suicide the guy in such a way that it looks like he did the family. All right. Uh, you conflicted at all, or uh, it, it's just another day at the office? You're never going to go forward if you don't do this. You might as well get a job at Arby's if you don't do this. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I think in, in, some, in some sense, to end up in that position... You'd have to have... You'd have to be ready to be cutting some throats. Because you right? ever think about this, like the cartel guy or the... or the uh, I forget what the, they call the new KGB, whatever the fuck that guy is. The Imagine being that fella... And it's your first gig of having to dismember a nine-year-old. It's rough. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rough. You figure you drink before or drink after? Uh, before, during, and after, probably. But hey, this is how you this this is how you separate the wheat from the chaff. This, is, you know what? Yeah, we it, pressure makes diamonds. It's it's how you figure out someone's uh, uh, as they ready say, for the job. A down ass foo. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but but. Uh, I, I've, I've thought of, I actually was thinking about this today. Weirdly Dismembering enough. a child? No. Well, I mean, usually when I'm in the presence of a child, that thought crosses my mind. But uh, no, I've been thinking about like we don't have, we don't have to get too specific because it might get us in trouble. But like an, an NPR guy, right? There was there's one that I forget was it Science Fridays or something. I was thinking about how, like, because you, you've seen those those compilations of the people being like, and the vaccine, you're gonna be total. You know, if you take it, then, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. You know, it, 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 stop transmission. You'll stop transmission, and you'll never get it, and blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, there's enough plausible deniability to say that that you know you were running with the information you had at the time, right? But. The fact that more scrutiny was not applied, I think, is a failure, you know, across the board. And people would, you know, uh, would would apply that to the notion that pharmaceutical companies are large donors to media, et cetera, whatever. But I just wonder if, like, that person, right, who has to do that, when you have to be a simp on the microphone for larger things because your job is at stake— do you have a moment where, like, before the record button hits, before that little on-air light flicks on, where you're like, "I'm got, low. I'm the <laughs> I'm I'm the science guy, and I got to say some shit that I don't think is necessarily true right yeah. now." Yeah, yeah, you know. But like, what am I gonna do? Here's how not, every not I, collect this check. Right. Here's how yeah. everybody justifies everything in the world to themselves. If I don't do it, they'll just get some other fucking jerk off. That's true. That's how everybody justifies everything. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's not necessarily wrong, but it's like, don't you, you would still, I would think you'd still have a moment where you'd have to, you'd have to come to terms with you yourself being the jerk off. Yeah. And also just like undermine your own credibility in a way, you know? I mean, like, if, if you know. I don't know. I mean, that's the that's the difficulty, I guess, of being a mouthpiece in any sense. And maybe this is like brings it full circle. Is like when Kanye has to like do dramatic bullshit on the internet, making a total fucking clown ass of himself. You mean be a leader? <laughs> Make a goddamn clown ass of himself just to generate attention for his like shitty clothing. Like my favorite moment, by the way, what? was Kanye saying. Uh, you know, as an artist, you don't have to exp you don't have to explain yourself, but as a leader, you do. And Tucker Carlson, looking so fucking serious, going, "Yes, 
Yes, I think that's right. <laughs> My favorite moment of the year. Tucker Carlson listening to this fucking loon yeah. and be like, he's saying something that I agree with. Therefore, I will dismiss the fact that he seems to be drooling and fucking speaking in tongues. Yeah, and that we're going to have to, and while he's sitting there thinking, oh, we're going to have to edit a lot of shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to dodge the uh, the JQ on this one. This is, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> there's a little by, scandal here. By the way, I won't get too specific uh, I, I I worked on a on a television show that had Kanye on it, and we cut out a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we cut a lot of that. Yeah, that listen. one too. Yeah, but, but that's it, how the greats do. You know, we had to we had to go snip snip snip. If you had me on some shit, you'd have to cut some shit. I remember watching the rough cut and thinking, <laughs> I can take this out now because I know it's not gonna. They're, they're, I know we're gonna get notes on this. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, I think people because. I think a lot of people in this in this day and age, whatever, in general, I think people want to feel important. They want to feel heard. They want to feel like their opinion has relevance or matters. If they're an artist, I think they want to feel understood. Uh, the thing is, I don't think what a lot of people... And what I've learned in the tiny, tiny infinitesimal way of just doing this podcast is like, you know, there's a lot of benefit... To just like not having that pressure of like success, not so much success, but like it's just like no one's looking at you to say something. Like if you can be someone who just like blends into the crowd, there's a lot of benefit. Oh my god, I thought about this because when Ethan Klein got in trouble, I thought, you know, this is our fault. Yeah, this is our fault for thinking that like, hey, you made funny videos where like you popped balloons or whatever, idiot, fucking you know, YouTube 1.0 bullshit you were doing. And now there's some reason on the face of this planet that we should listen to your fucking wide face. No. Yeah. No. So so full stop. No. I mean, but that's, I think I was, I was getting at this earlier and then I sundowned a little bit and we got away from it. It happens. But, but, uh, yeah, there, there is this, like, there's so many fucking voices at once all saying some shit. Whereas like, you know, 20, even 10 years ago, Ethan Klein might have just been hanging out with his friends being like, God, I hope Ben Shapiro gets gassed. And like, Which being, among your friends... You just go, geez, Ethan. Or you go. Pretty funny. You go. <laughs> like, you, it's just that, you know, you might have gotten away with that just in, in, in a localized setting amongst yeah, friends. Yeah, the Elks Club. Under, I yeah. assume you do fine. Right. But now that it's out there, you know. But yeah, and it and it's also like, yeah, like you said, you're making your career off this horse shit, and it's like I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. It's 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 stupid, man. Everyone has too much to say as we sit here doing a podcast, saying things from a from a van parked across the street from the projects in uh, in in Brooklyn, New York, as the rockers assemble for the for the rocker gig. Uh. Tell the people where they can reach us, and so and then I gotta find the key. What key? The key to this van. The right. key. The key to success. I thought Pat. I thought Pat Wynn had it. Anyway, so did I. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/worst-possible-timeline. You can go there and give us money. I. I do. You have time to do an overtime? Not now. All right. Because we want to do video, right? 
Oh, I mean, we don't have to do video. I mean, if, if we just gave people I something. Think, I think we lied to people and said we're going to give them video. We, we can just do that shit on Sunday. You know no, what? Monday. Let's do that Monday. We were, I was, the last Patreon was going to be video and. You 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 ripped the people off? We looked, well, no, we, they still got the bonus episode. They didn't get the video. I, I can't even stress. I How know bad people, we looked? We looked so bad. But the, listen, people. I know people like that. but They it like was, the, like uh, us as caricatures. They, Somebody, we looked bad in a way that I felt ashamed of putting it out there into the world like no one should have to see that you know it's like it was like when someone like diarrhea is in a toilet and it's like so it just looks so bad that yeah that's truck driver style because i was i was doing the whole thing i was putting i was putting the audio to the video and i was like wait a second this no one wants this anyway patreon.com slash worst possible timeline you understand. You get the deal. You give us money. You pay, you 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 get some bonus episodes. And there's recently confirmed that we are doing better than uh, many people in our fucking bracket. Happy to hear. I spoke to someone who was a former employee at Patreon, and they they were impressed by our numbers. Um, yeah. So that uh, at WP Timeline on Twitter and uh, oh two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. Call us. Leave us a message. We got someone said that they're going to give us a live Kensington. Hell yeah. Uh, Appreciate walk, that. They're, they're going to do a live walkthrough and call us. Please uh, be safe. If I don't want to necessarily encourage people putting themselves in danger. No, our, our listeners blend. Yeah. <laughs> that might be true. Uh, yeah, call the number, leave us a message. Maybe that'll be the Patreon. If this person hears it and gets back to us, leave us a message and that'll be our Patreon episode. Uh, and uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com, where you can hit us there. And we'll talk to you soon. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts